Welcome to Healing Treasures of Wisdom with Daniel Solomon. Nutritional balancing is a concept where your mind, body, and spirit are balanced. These can affect your lifestyle, habits, thought patterns, and behaviors. Through hair tissue mineral analysis and the science of nutritional balance, you'll learn about the biochemistry of the body and what it can do for you. Now, here is your host, Daniel Solomon. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in the four corners of the earth, welcome to Healing Treasures of Wisdom. I'm your host, Daniel Solomon. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore getteth wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. So, uh, this show is dedicated to the healing and restoration of mankind, of uh, children, of adults, and everybody in between especially those who are called to perform a high and a great work in this coming age and kingdom of peace. Uh, my website is humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com. Uh, my book is also entitled Human Development Today and Beyond. Many of the topics that I cover in my book, um, we've spoken about in the previous weeks, um, nutritional balancing science, and um, I'm learning more and more and more about uh, different healing modalities. We have a very, very dynamic uh, guest today, um, Mr. Douglas Peacock. Uh, He has created a very unique form of energy healing, of energy medicine. And he's going to explain, we're going to talk about um, for the next hour. Um, Just a brief background on Mr. Peacock. Um, Worked in the construction industry and after a... um, kind of a traumatic experience or an accident on the, the uh, work site, um, he was led in one way or another into trying to understand the reasons, the source behind pain and how to heal that pain. And for about 20 years now, he created and has been practicing what is called Integrated Spiritual Alignment or ISA. And he has been very, very successful, clients all over the earth. Um, He has helped clients to resolve cancer tumors, breast cancer tumors, all types of tumors. Also, he's also helped children with returning their vision and eyes and all other manner of illnesses. So, I'd like to welcome you to the show, Mr. Peacock. How's it going? Great, thanks, mate. How are you today? Doing excellent, doing excellent. Awesome. You know, I was, I was looking at um, your site here, your website. It's uh, douglaspeacock.com, correct? Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, so I was looking at the site there and um, looking at, you know, some of your articles on energy healing. This is kind of new. Um, Many people have an understanding of it. Uh, Many people have an understanding of the chakra centers, and they have an understanding that there's more to healing than just uh, drugs and replacing body parts. So how does energy medicine or energy healing, particularly that what you practice, how does that address the source of disease and problems instead of just the symptoms? Great, great question. Um, 
Yeah, well, as far as it goes for the energy medicine, you know, when we recognise that we are made up of energy and, you know, we're like 90% energy and 1% matter, um, when we recognise that and we actually take that on board, we realise that uh, we vibrate and we have a certain frequency. And inside the vibration or frequency that we are resonating at or going at, um, there is total possibility of every dynamic in that area. So like, um, say like in the case of our wealth or uh, poverty, both are always present in the field and it comes down to where your programming has got you looking or facing, so to speak, or where your environment is holding you, which causes you to create the vibrational frequency, which then uh, creates the cells and the genes in the body to respond in a certain way, which then takes you uh, down um, the kind of uh, experience in life. So when I look at energy, the biggest thing that we look at is, okay, where are you sitting into regards to pureness on, on being at peace with where you're at? And then it's a matter of unraveling the energy. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. Now, this seems like so you, you said a lot there. Now, tell me, how did you, um, you know, I, I briefly introduced you talking about your uh, previous construction uh, career. Uh, how did you, uh, how was the transfer? How did you learn this information? Um, just give us a little bit of your background. Yeah, um, well, basically, originally I'm from New Zealand, and, you know, um, I, I was a pretty staunch male uh, construction work, you know, they can be pretty pig-headed and that, and that was me. Um, I'd gone through a business collapse and a marriage breakup, and then uh, under the stress of trying to get things back together the same way that I'd done my whole life, um, I actually physically collapsed on the building site and was under stress and all that, and I actually collapsed. And when I came to, I woke up, um, I could just see. And, and this is how it opened up for me. And, and what I mean by see, I would look at trees. I could see the colors around them all of a sudden. I could look at people and I can see illnesses in uh, people's energy field. And when people talk to me, uh, colors flash up. And um, I've learned to study it over the years. I've, they mean certain things. And, and, I, and I track the energy on multiple dimensions to what's actually the true cause. So for me, when it first happened, I thought, gee, something's happened. I thought, you know, um, and so I went and saw a spiritual counsellor who began to guide me and then he took me down understanding belief systems, the mindset, and then from there I actually came to America and went to the Munro Institute. It was while uh, doing two weeks uh, study there because I'd started doing healing work on people, they would come to me and like I would just see inside their body what was going on and um, move the energy and they would heal or have uh, whatever experience they did. And some of my clients that started coming to me, some of them were passing over and I was helping them home and I wanted to understand that. So I went to the Munro Institute and while there, I just thought I was just an average healer like everybody, but um, a lady there um, got very ill and no one could help her and I didn't really get on with it, so I didn't really put any uh, interest in it. And um, then they finally asked me to have a look at her and I looked at her and I said, well, yeah, you've got a, a piece of timber in your chest, like in the centre of the chest, there was like a post. Like she'd had someone around of a post, and I just said, well, that's there, and no one else could see it. And um, so, and she says, well, no one can see it. Well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'll just pull it out. And so I pulled the energy out of the post, 
And she fell back into her chair, and then 20 minutes later, she was fine. Everything had gone, and that's when I realised that, oh, hold on, I see a little bit more than the average person. And that was the start of my journey, and then people just come to me. Wow. Okay, so you mentioned a couple things that's interesting to me. So I didn't know you attended the Monroe Institute. It's a world-renowned um, institute, and uh, not many people know about it. Um I've studied um, some of um, Thomas Campbell's uh, physicist, his work, and he did some work at Monroe Institute as well. So now at Monroe Institute, is that uh, did you get extra training on how to heal, or what did you um, take away from that institute? That's you know pretty world renowned. Uh, it was um, some of the best experiences. I, I was told before I went there, and when I say I get told, I get told by spirit. I would I would be changed when I left, and I definitely was. Um, basically, we meditated for, you know, like eight hours, six, eight hours a day. You go and do a meditation, come out. And I got to the stage, and what they taught me is how to go still uh, um, to become ver- uh, a lot more still internally and then to uh, project out of my body and to do remote viewing and all that sort of stuff. Um, but to uh, one of the big things that happened while I was there, I met this guy from Canada, and he started throwing energy at me. We were playing out on the energy field, and we were like, you know, 200 metres, well, no, it's about 100 metres apart in our room, and we could feel the energy hitting each other as we played in that field. And one of the things that I learned to understand there is that you could manipulate and move the uh, frequencies of what was actually going on. And one of the things um, that I really enjoyed um, that was being able to help people get out of their stuckness or their bodies to be able to move to a different vibration and have a perception of where things were from that place. And that has become one of our foundations um, underneath a lot of what I do is to be able to hold them into a different vibration of perception so they can see where the restriction and resistance is holding them prisoner. And in doing that, they, 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 they change. It just naturally happens. But oh, that was an awesome place to manage. It's a great place to... Uh, really open you up to new experiences. Wow, you know, that, that's very um, that's very interesting. Now, you mentioned something uh, a little bit earlier about the um, potenti- potentiality that we all have and certain vibrations um, that may be a catalyst of our thoughts um, can push us in one direction or another because of the uh, endless potential. And you said we are 90% energy in 10% matter. Now, that reminds me of the atom. When we look at the atom, I don't know the quite the percentage, but I'm sure the, the atom is about 90% open space. And then you have, you know, 10% or 1% or whatever it is, it's a smaller number of the actual particles. So within that open space is potential of what could happen based off of our choices or our energy uh, frequency. Is that kind of um, related a little bit to what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, when you look at it from a quantum physics point of view, um, you've got 99.9 and um, 999, like uh, 13 nines, and then of space, and then 0.012 and 1% matter in each, each atom. Now, when, when, and this is the way that I try to explain it to people when they have an illness or something going on in their life. Now, where you're resonating it now, if you imagine having a piece of A4 paper and in the, dot, in the middle you put a dot 
And that's, that marks the atom. That's the matter and where you're holding your frequency. And so if you have that spot in the middle of where you are, you keep resonating to that frequency. Now, one of the things in quantum physics that they talk about is that we understand that the atom can, can move to any place. It's where we observe the atom from creates a different uh, vibration. So if, and when, what I do at the healing is when I hold someone and you're feeling stuck or you have an illness or your cells are responding in a certain way, it is because you are holding your, your attention or your awareness or your potential in that one spot. When we open it up and you allow yourself and energetically I move your, the people's awareness to a new frequency or vibration, which is one of total health, and they then begin to start, say, moving to the right-hand side of the piece of A4 paper up in the top right-hand corner, and then they start beginning to... The matter starts vibrating from there because that possibility is already there. It's just that we haven't been focusing on it. And this is where when we focus on our goals and what we're going for... Uh, we're moving in a certain direction, and so long as we're focusing on that, that's like looking at the top right-hand side where the matter is. But we have a problem or a uh, illness come up in our body, and we focus on where the illness is, which then draws our energy to where that matter is. But the, the idea is to stay in the space, and like I always say to my clients, hold what you desire with soft hands, which means be malleable. Allow yourself to allow it to unravel and the true potential of who you really are, which is pure consciousness, pure light, can come to the forefront. And, and that's the magic of how the healing actually really works. Wow. You know, while you were saying that, that kind of uh, reminded me of, you know, some of the, um, the scriptures that we've read and that we've that have been around for thousands of years. It's almost like when you have faith in something, and you have a goal, and you have a challenge, but you have faith that this thing is going to pass and that you're going to reach your goal. That's similar to holding, like you were saying, holding that thought pattern of your goal of what you want. Is it not? Yes, very much the same. Yeah, because okay. when you're holding that goal, you're focusing, your energy is moving in that direction. That your faith and everything takes you towards it. And yes, all that we being into on the way to it is anywhere we are not, anywhere we do not believe we are that or we can have that. And so basically all healing or you know, 90% of the healing work that uh, needs to happen is for us to remember who we are. And, you know, like this is one of the things about um, what I believe in, you heal your life by remembering who you are. And when you know yourself as that uh, example, what you said, in, in your faith, and you're holding your vision of that, and you know yourself as that, then it must come into reality. And, and that's how the healing happens. And I've been lucky enough to experience it a couple of times in myself, as well as in all my clients. Wow. That's interesting. So now, going back to um, this transformation from you, did you have any of these... Uh, how to say powers, for lack of a better word, before you had your accident, do you think that was divine intervention? Um, and for some reason, that is what uh, pushed you into having these powers? Or how do you think that came about? Or were you born with these um, gifts? There, there's a couple of things there, yeah. Um, 
I've, I've got a little bit of Maori blood in me, which is the Maoris ascend from Hawaii. So whenever I go to Hawaii, the kahunas come in really strong with me. The healing, um, you know, spiritual stuff comes in there. So I've got that uh-huh. slight attachment there. But when De- I okay, hold on, old, Douglas. I, Douglas, I, hold hold that. I want to get that full story. We're getting ready to take a break here in a, in a few seconds, and we'll come back because I because I want to get that explanation. Again, we have today uh, Douglas Peacock from DouglasPeacock.com, um, expert and world renowned intuitive energy healer. Um, he's going to give us more wisdom and information on what he does and how we can heal ourselves when we come right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Daniel Berry Sickle Cell Foundation was developed to support those that have this genetic disease. Named for Daniel Berry, a child who, after nutritional balancing, including a special diet, supplements, and a hair mineral test, has been free of sickle cell attacks and body stress that previously had triggered these attacks. We can't do this alone and need your support, donations, and positive messages. Visit the Daniel Berry Sickle Cell Foundation website at humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com and click Sickle Cell Foundation. That's human development today and beyond.com and click Sickle Cell Foundation. Visit human development today and beyond.com for information about Daniel Solomon's book, which is available both at the site and at lulu.com. Daniel also offers services such as hair tissue mineral analysis. You can find information on starting your own nutritional balancing program. And Daniel also offers numerology readings for you and your family, including children. The website is the same as the title of Daniel's book, Human Development Today and Beyond.com. Again, humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You are listening to Healing Treasures of Wisdom with Daniel Solomon. We'd love to hear from you on today's program. Please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly through Daniel's website at humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com. Now back to Healing Treasures of Wisdom. All right, and we're back. Healing Treasures of Wisdom. I'm your host, Daniel Solomon, and today we're talking about intuitive energy healing uh, with Douglas Peacock of DouglasPeacock.com, a world-renowned energy, intuitive energy healer. Um, and we were left off before we went to break. Um, I was inquiring about um, whether these gifts, talents, and uh, abilities that he um, acquired 20 years ago, was he born with them, and um, or did they, you know, spontaneously appear after his accident? So, just go ahead and pick up um, where you left off, Doctor Peacock. Yeah, 
so like you know, like I said, um, you know, I've got Maori blood in me, and um, so uh, which is related to the Hawaiian. So I've got the Kahunas. Whenever I go to Hawaii, I always get a lot of insights there. Um, but when I was about twelve years old, you know, my dad owned a kiwi fruit orchard, and you know, it was like twenty six acres. And you, you imagine being twelve years old, having to push a hand mower around all the trees to mow them, because that's basically what I had to do. And one day, I was bored as anything, down the back of the farm, uh, mowing around the trees, and um, and I sort of went into a hallucinated state because I'd just become numb doing, I'd been there for a few hours, and all of a sudden, I saw myself standing there in a, in a, um, with my hands over someone healing them, and, and I sort of said to myself, oh, don't be an idiot, you blimmin', who do you think you are, Jesus, and I totally dismissed it, and, and I let it go, and then when this just opened up for me in 96, um, and it opened, it felt so natural, and um, I was lucky enough to get a healer uh, psychic uh, um, around me fairly early, and, and she would tell me what I was actually doing, and then I have um, had different uh, people come around into my life at different times, and they told me, yeah, your destiny was to do this, you have a gift and you've done this in many lives if you believe in past lives and um, you just have a natural ability to be able to do it. And so um, I then just let go and allowed what I see to come through and they say, I was told, I was very, um, because I hadn't studied the modalities on being able to heal so much, um, the energy would come back through very purely because I didn't have a clue what I was doing and it was just source coming through me. And I just said, well, I'll be a vehicle for whatever you want. And then, of course, over the years, I've studied many different types of healing modalities and mindset stuff to be able to help people better, to enhance what I see. But I always trust what I see. I always trust the energy because it's always right. Wow. Okay. Well, that that is amazing. That's, that's kind of... Um how I picture, um, how I would have pictured it. Because um, I do believe that uh, we can pick off or pick up where we left off in a, a previous life. And um, healing is um, definitely something that comes naturally to you. So it's mm. definitely very um, believable and it's very understandable. So now, if um, I'm a one of your new clients and I come to you and um, and I have some issues, where do I begin to heal myself, I mean, where do I where do I start? Well, the thing that uh, when people come to me, they've got an issue, and and you basically just I'll sit down and I'll have a chat and say, so what's going on? Where are you at? And and they'll as as you start talking to me, and you will say, okay, well I've got a you know I've been diagnosed with a cancer, or I've got you know my eyesight, or you know um, guy came to me with. Um, uh, had, sort of getting seizures, having seizures. And I went, okay, so let's have a look at what's going on. While you're talking to me, I'll give you a little bit of a background of what you, how your life has been for you, what's going on for you, and how you've been living it. And as you're telling me, one of the things, the way it works for me, as you're talking to me, I'm watching the energy um, respond on different levels. Like inside my head, there's like about eight TV screens, and I'm watching different dimensions at the same time and I'm watching the energy reacting inside your body and your energy field on the different dimensions and I'm looking for where the triggers are missing, where the, uh, where the disconnects are and where you've bounced out of alignment or where the environment was holding you in dis-ease. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So 
how would you deal with um because i i believe that um we can pass on curses from generation to generation i believe certain behaviors um whether they be negative or positive get passed on from the father to the or the grandfather to the father to the son and so on and so forth until a person breaks that cycle so how would you um approach a person who wants to break a cycle of let's say um alcoholism or yes yeah, so just to say alcoholism how would you approach yep. that so so what the alcohol alcoholism we the first thing i look for is okay so where's the pain what's causing the pain of the uh you to act in a certain way so i dig into that and when it comes to um and, and generally I'll tend to ask questions, and what happens is as we start digging into the uh, genetics and that of the alcoholism, yes, we do it on the person. Like I say, I was working on you, I'd be doing it on you, and then if it came up that we needed to go to the genetic patterning, I would then ask you to ask your unconscious mind, how many generations back does it go? And you'd come up for a number, say about seven, and so we've got to go back to seven uh, generations down your dad's line or whatever, and we then find out, and I will energetically take you to the place where the frequency is. And what we do is there'll be some pain there that he was experiencing that caused him to start down this pathway. And you will tend to find that the pain will be related in somehow. And the energy tells me what that is. And because and, I haven't got a clue. You know, I'm bone raw honest. I don't have a clue. The energy shows me and goes, hey, it's X, Y, Z. And, and you know, like um, in a case for someone I had, and the energy was the energy of defiance. And and they got mad and then we looked, at the, we looked into the energy of defiance more and it broke open to them. And them now, a completely different person, their whole life changed because we found the core thing, what it was that happened to your generational. And then... Uh, then what happens, what I tend to find down the curses, and well, especially down genetic patterning, is you clear it on that level. The, for me, the energy goes total gold. They release it. There's forgiveness everywhere. Then it goes to the next person. And we find it gets really hard uh, where someone really was really um, fighting against it. And then you'll find another generation where there's not so much energy. And then it just works down to where you are now. And when we clear it on all levels, there is a whole shift in all the genes and the cells in your body. And there's just this knowingness that happens. And that's how it tends to open up. But, uh, and then what happens, because the environment then of what's been holding that gene or the, the cells in a certain manner, it then changes the frequency which is around the cell or the gene which has been causing the pain and the, uh, what's going on. That then releases and opens it up into a way of uh, changing. And, you know, like if, uh, you're talking about epigenetics, I see you've got another guy talking about that, and I, I put it in real basic terms. Epigenetics is the proteins that uh, push on the cells, and it's like for me it's like uh, shoes, and you either put high heel shoes on and they're getting a certain environment to react a certain way, and when we shift that charge that was all that time ago, it then moves and we put on slippers and you get a different footprint which gets the cells to respond differently, the genes to respond differently, and then we get a different outcome. Wow. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, some of my listeners might have to rewind it back to get it. 
But I understand what you're saying, and, and, it, and it makes perfect sense. And this is the reason why um, in my book I talk a, a lot about um, proper child rearing and proper family structure because a lot of the, the pain that you're saying, um, a lot of that stems from childhood abuse, neglect, and so on and so forth, being raised in a, um, an environment that just was not suitable for uh, child rearing. So, um, do you have you had a lot of experience with uh, children, and do you does it does it is it is it as effective as it is is with adults, or is it more effective, or what is your uh, experience with children? Uh, I love working with children, and um, I, I work with a lot of children, uh, and they are more open, and you're able to move things so much quicker because they don't have all the years and years of garbage chucked on top. Um, and I've, I've seen um, miracles happen in kids and they are, they are the most humbling things to experience when a little guy's laying on the table there and he looks up at me and I go, you're going to be okay, mate. And um, I do what I do and then they feel it and they can they track the energy just how I track it and their awareness will go with me and they'll say, see that there? See that dark spot there? That's what's hurting you. How do you want to open it up? And, 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 and I guide them through it and, and I let them know they're totally safe that I'm with them all the way and they are able to let it go and then their parents, you know, often quite watching us, they just see the whole shift happen in the child and, and their life changes. Um, I've been lucky enough to see boys get their eyesight back. I've seen... Um, uh, i got another boy that I'm working with down here who has um, got a lot of uh, autism-type uh, stuff going on, a lot of school uh, problems, and we, we worked on him, changed the brain around, did a lot of work in the brain, and his, his grades, his report this year, is night and day. They says he's gone from totally um, unable to uh, work in this area to being above average. And, and they're going, well, what happened? And I says, well, you know, we just moved the energy. And, and, and those sort of things... You know, they bring tears to my eyes because it's so, so such beautiful work. Because I know it wasn't me. I know it was them healing themselves when they held in that space. Absolutely. So now you mentioned, um, you know, dealing with the children with autism and different conditions. Um, there are many uh, different programs that they they take years and years and years, and uh, you see improvements. Um, but yours seems to be. Um, a little bit quicker. So if you have a child that, let's say, has um, some issues with autism, some issues with behavior in school, um, on average, how many sessions or how long will it take uh, for that child to start to, to show uh, vast improvements? Uh, within a day. Oh, wow. With, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's like, um, just... This, this boy, uh, I'll, I'll tell you about the boy that came uh, with the autism type thing. He came, um, he wouldn't get in the swimming pool. He wouldn't do, um, he, he was like a frozen little um, deer everywhere. And we did one session and the next day his mum rang me and says, I don't believe it. He went and ran and jumped in the swimming pool and he's playing with the other kids. This, that just doesn't happen. And and um, she was in tears. And, and I go, well... Thank you. I said, it's good. It's moving. And, 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 but then, you know, like, but it's a work in progress. You'll have a good shift. So you'll notice a shift straight away. But then there's work to do because then you've got to re, he's got to do the reprogramming and building himself back up. But no, often it's within a day. You know, like I had a boy came 
in the last month um, who had lost his eyesight. Uh, he had next to no eyesight in his uh, right eye. We moved the energy, and, and when I held my hand in front of his eye, he could see my hand about a foot off his face. Um, by the end of the session, he could see out to um, about eight to nine feet. And then we did three sessions with him, and his eyesight, his uh, long vision is uh, back to uh, normal, and his short vision, we're just working on some other stuff. And the, and the uh, doctors, uh, the eye specialists can't work out what happened. But there, 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 there are reasons for it, energetically reasons for it, and I understand them, but it's, and I'm not going to go into that here, but the thing is, anything is possible when you believe, you know, and you trust. And the Absolutely. kids trust us. And Absolutely. that's what happened. Okay, man. So now you mentioned, um, okay, so you said about a day, you can, you can see a vast change. And then you said, yep. you know, after that, you they have to go through, um, you know, retraining or reprogramming um, the mind, I assume. Um, so what does that look like on a daily basis? Is it meditation? Is it affirmations? Or uh, what does that look like? It's, it's a whole... Uh, whole gamut of things. I'll quite often be told what they need. Sometimes it's a bit of meditation. Sometimes it's um, change their diet. Get them, you know, get them onto a certain diet. And I don't, I'm not a nutritionist and I know, and I know like in your work, um, the, it is so important to make sure that they are uh, physically helping themselves as well as energetically. And I'll tend to say, hey, you need to go and see this. You need, you need to be working with these people as well. And this is where it works so well. So I'll get them to say, um, I want them doing this practice. Um, like in the learning case, uh, the boy, boy was like nine years old and he couldn't even do his ABCs or count up to 10 and that. And when we moved the cognitive programming, it was like a big clock face in my, in my mind when I looked inside his brain and, and they were coming out in the wrong order. And then so what, what I got the parents to do was to do a certain practice of um, having flashcards, showing them up and holding them in different positions of the uh, bot, um, around him so that he, he would trigger the neuro... Uh, transmitters in the brain to fire in different sequences and that began to open up the new pathway. So there's exercises like that. Um, some of it I, I will tell them that you need to take some diet, you need to, you need to see um, someone else and you know like in uh, you go and uh, talk to the naturopath there's something going on and there's chemicals, there's minerals that needs to be adjusted. I'll tend to tell them which ones to look at because I get told um, but then that's not my expertise I'm doing the physical stuff so I uh, pass them on to Someone can help them in that area. So it's a, it's a, it's a whole nature of things of uh, what I do. And um, I get told what vibration will work with what we, how we're working. Because, um, like, I got working with someone at the moment and they are on a prostate cancer and we're cleaning that out. And uh, that I was told to tell them to take certain supplements or, or uh, ways of going and they need to also do some other stuff with another person. And... So they go off and do it, and so long as they hold, when they come back and see me, they go, yeah, good, the vibration works. If they okay. use a vibration that's not in alignment with what we're working on, you'll tend to find it shorts things out, and that's, um, and I've seen that happen too. So uh, okay. the ones okay. that follow the, follow the instructions tend to, uh, tend to get the best results and great results. Excellent, excellent. Okay, awesome. Well, we're going to take another quick break. And uh, we'll be right back. We're going to get more information. Douglas Peacock, um, Intuitive Energy uh, Healing and Medicine. We'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Daniel Berry Sickle Cell Foundation was developed to support those that have this genetic disease. Named for Daniel Berry, a child who, after nutritional balancing, including a special diet, supplements, and a hair mineral test, has been free of sickle cell attacks and body stress that previously had triggered these attacks. We can't do this alone and need your support, donations, and positive messages. Visit the Daniel Berry Sickle Cell Foundation website at humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com and click Sickle Cell Foundation. That's human development today and beyond.com. And click Sickle Cell Foundation. Visit human development today and beyond.com for information about Daniel Solomon's book, which is available both at the site and at lulu.com. Daniel also offers services such as hair tissue mineral analysis. You can find information on starting your own nutritional balancing program. And Daniel also offers numerology readings for you and your family, including children. The website is the same as the title of Daniel's book, Human Development Today and Beyond.com. Again, humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You are listening to Healing Treasures of Wisdom with Daniel Solomon. We'd love to hear from you on today's program. Please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly through Daniel's website at humandevelopmenttodayandbeyond.com. Now back to Healing Treasures of Wisdom. All right, and we're back. Healing Treasures of Wisdom. I'm your host, Daniel Solomon. Again, we, were, we are with Douglas Peacock of DouglasPeacock.com. Um, intuitive Energy Healing. Uh, he has created Integrated Spiritual Alignment, um, which is his own unique um, guided um, intuitive energy healing um, practice, I guess you could say. So uh, let me ask you about that, intuitive, intu- integrated spiritual alignment. Now, you created this. Um, what, how, does it, uh, how does it differ a little bit from some of the other things, such as um, Reiki? Um, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. How, do, how does it differ? What did you take yeah. from certain other modalities and put into your own and mix? Yeah, like like I've studied Reiki, I've done core energetics, I've done pranic healing, I've done all sorts of different uh, healing modalities and I've looked at them, but um, this came to me, it was channeled to me. I was sitting in deep meditation one day and I said, well, what are you, you know, how does it work? And um, uh, an integrated spiritual alignment came through and what it is about, it's about uh, aligning, because when, when we get disease in our body or we get chaos going on and most of us get knocked out of balance through the stresses of the day and things like that, we knock ourselves out of alignment. And the integrating of the spiritual alignment is the connection of source so that it is flowing through you in every area and every aspect of your life. And so we, we look to align 
the frequency of who we're doing. You know, and people say to me, oh, what's the difference between Reiki and what I do and, and integrated spiritual alignment? And I said, you know, to be honest, the best way it's been described is for me, Reiki's like the nurse where I'm a surgeon. I don't pamper people. I'm known to be very direct and very, um, I cut to the cut chase and we, I go in and get the core out. And I'm not a very, I'm not a very good nursemaid. Um, I'll, I'll hold a space, like I hold a space of love, but the space I hold a space of love is for self. And in that, it allows the person to open. So the depth of uh, the integrated spiritual alignment is teaching people to move into the space of holding a space of love for self. And as you hold that frequency and vibration of yourself, for me, it's like the hot tub. I sit in the hot tub and you come and hop in the hot tub. You stay in as long as you want. You get out when you want. It doesn't matter. At no time do I want anything from you. And this is the premise that integration spiritual alignment works on, is at no time is there anything needing to be done to anyone. It's about sitting in the resonance of the frequency. And as we do that, what happens is you allow yourself to begin to open because you don't feel the pressure of me looking or pushing or poking or trying to make you different. And there's a level of acceptance and then the resistance that's been holding uh, a person in pain or suffering is able to let go because they begin to feel safe. And then as they feel safe, then the healing can then take place and then they can see what the pattern is that they've been running which is causing them the dis-ease. And basically that's it in a nutshell because we go at times I'll go in very deep with surgical type instruments and then other time I'll hang right back. But it's, spirit does whatever is needed or your consciousness or your soul, your essence knows what's wrong with you and I just can see where it is and I just help you open it up. And that's how the integrated spiritual alignment works. Okay, wow. That's amazing. So that brings to mind another question. So when we looked in the scriptures, we see um, Christ perform all types of miracles and he healed people and, and things of that nature. But at some points in time, he wasn't able to um, heal a mass amount of people because they didn't believe. So, yeah. and you spoke a lot about belief today. If a person comes to you and, you know, maybe they're They've been referred to you. They don't really believe it. They're kind of skeptical, but they come anyway. Um, do they have to believe to, to, to see changes, or how does that work? Um, yeah, great question. Uh, what happens is when someone comes to see me, they have to book the appointment. Even if they're being told to come by someone, I make sure that they make the first commitment with me. Um, so then they can be as skeptical as they like, so long as they are open an open skeptic, and I'm not going to try and prove them that this works or that works, but what I'll do is uh, they can come to me, and one of the things is uh, we get to find in their vibration and their, their realm or their languaging that works for them, we move into that. So we can, you know, if it's someone that's in, in business and, and corporate, and then it gets moved, we, we talk, to, talk about it and move the energy from a corporate understanding so they feel comfortable when they begin to feel comfortable inside of themselves uh, what happens is because I've been taught to be still, very still inside is their mind will uh, move to a certain thing or going on in them and I'll say yeah what was that thought that you had there and quite often it catches them off guard and, and they go oh and I say yeah that you feel how the resistance in you you feel how you've gone tight you feel 
And they go, how do you know? And I said, well, it's what I do. And, you know, mm-hmm. like you mentioned there how Jesus healed heaps of people, and um, Mary Morrissey says, you know, one of the things is you ask, how many people, uh, sick people did Jesus heal? And when you look at it, the answer is that he healed none. The, uh, the truth of it is he did not make agreement with their disease. He only saw them as being healthy and healed. And that's where he held that vibration for them. They were able to step into that and healed. And so people say, wow, he healed them. But he held this space of love and uh, just openness, and, and they walked, stepped through into the healed modality. And, and that's what happened. And, and you say, um, with the faith of a lot of people and the skepticism, yeah, and a lot of that comes from fear of, of being un, uh, ignorant, so to speak, in a way. And ignorance is not a mean thing to say. It's just ignorance is just unawareness. You just do not know about it. It's like I'm ignorant when it comes to accounting because I'm an accountant that does it. I don't understand the, all the tax laws and all that. It's not my... So I admit that I'm ignorant. Now, that's the same as people when they're healing. And when we recognize that and we're okay with that, that doesn't mean we're dumb or anything like that. It just means, you know, hey, that's not my realm. That's not where I hang out. And what happens is with someone that's skeptical, they then begin to open and realize that they're not, you know, it's not bad, it's not wrong, it's not uh, anything bad. And then they begin to see and then I just grab them by the hand, so to speak, and lead them through the pathway to freedom. And that, that's basically how it works. I lead them back into the light so they remember who they are. And it's, it's amazing to watch someone to go from road rage to being like a real loving person on the road now. You know, it's someone I watched the other day do that. And he says, man, you changed my life. I said, well, no, I just showed you back where you were. Wow. Well, and, if you can heal... <laughs> If you could hear road rage, you need to do like a mass healing for like everybody over here in Houston, Texas that's driving on I-10. But anyway, <laughs> um, so what I, I teach about um, having a, a, a creating a good environment for yourself, uh, creating a good family environment and even, you know, keeping your home clean and um, environment's very important. So uh, what does your environment um, have to do with your healing? Yeah, the the external environment, exactly what you said about the home and keeping it clean and that the environment shows you what's going on inside of you. If you're living in a, uh, uh, a messy home, you'll find you'll be messy in your mind and then when you find you're messy in your mind or you've got just allowing stuff to lay around, it's like, um, for me, uh, Randas talks about this and there's a beautiful thing that he says. He says, you know, when you are... Um, disease or illness or messy environment can only come where you are not. When you put your energy, your consciousness, the love of yourself into any situation, you are there. And and when you think about it, if you're scared of something, you know, we think about doing things for the first time and we're nervous and we're scared about it. But once we've done it, we now have our energy in it. So now it's not so scary anymore. And so when we have a messy home, the only reason we're, you know, and our environment is messy or our, the way we look after ourselves, our car or whatever, it just shows us where we, where we have fears or where we do not know ourselves as 
love or light or whatever you want to call it. Um, for me, you know, it's, 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 it's always love. I say, you know, when I, when I don't know myself as love, I will allow my room to become messy or my desk to become messy. And that is just a, um, uh, what that shows me is there is lack of acceptance in myself as knowing myself as whole. And when I look at anyone's life or what's going on in their environment, if there is chaos there, it is where because they are unwilling to know themselves as wholeness there. And when we know ourselves as wholeness, we're all, it's, it's not about going out and beating yourself up. It's just going out there and just being loved. And it's just going out and accepting yourself. Hey, yeah, you may quack like a duck or blim and walk sideways like a crab. That's who you are. That's okay. But it doesn't mean that's how it's got to stay. It's just where you find yourself today. And when you put the light in there, you get the uh, squatters or the cockroaches out of whatever's been in your environment and you fill it up with how you would much rather be and life changes. That's how your environment begins to start shifting. The environment is so important. And we look at the environment of the people we hang out with, um, the, uh, the, the things we eat and drink and, you know, the chemicals out there, and it's so important for us to be very aware of what we're doing. But at no time are you ever wrong. You're just doing something because of an experience, and if it's not, and if it's hurting you, it's because you are in pain. There is somewhere in pain deeper inside of you where you do not know yourself as wholeness there. Clean that out, wholeness comes, pain disappears. Absolutely, and um, that resonates with me in my life, I mean, because um, just a little background history for me, a confession, you know, when I grew up, I was um, very, very unsure of myself, uh, did not grow up in a, a good environment for my, um, for me to be prosperous or to me, for me to be stable mentally. And it showed in the way that I would dress, you know, just wouldn't even dress wrinkled clothes. I really didn't care much about my appearance. And then I noticed just all of a sudden, as I begin to heal, especially the past five, six years, as I begin to heal myself, not only biochemically, but, you know, just uh, mentally and emotionally, my way of dress and my appearance just automatically shifted, started dressing very nice and, you know, not buying expensive clothes, but just dressing nice and taking pride in myself and my appearance. And it's exactly what you were just saying. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, and that's a great example uh, for anyone. You start making those little changes in yourself and it just opens up and you'll find a deeper feeling of joy within. And you yes. don't got to do it and you don't try and push it on people. You just radiate it. And, you know, you, you can feel that from you when you speak in that, that that's, that's uh, growing and it just, it just is. And it's Absolutely. such a beautiful thing. Now, so do you train people i know you have a certain gift that most don't have but if somebody wants to come to you and become uh, maybe a practitioner of your um, healing modality could they be yes they can um and uh i i will be starting to do another training online training program probably about february next year um it's by invitation you just apply and uh, people can go there and it's just it's just by sending me an email and say hey when are you doing your next training course um, and what it is, is I, I, uh, I've, I've trained lots of people to do it. And we, uh, when we do the seminars in person, uh, workshops um, in person and that here, we, we actually really go into the energy. When we do them online, we will go into the energy as well, where I will actually 
um, you'll get uh, videos of a part of the classes, and then what happens is we go into uh, where I actually do coaching with you for about an hour a week up to two hours, and we go into where what's going on for you, and then I get everyone that's there to be able to shift their awareness to be able to see what I'm showing and. I, I can do that with anybody on any on any level, and it's um, once you know how to do it, you go, "Oh, that was so easy." I go, "Well, yeah, I, I don't believe in anything should be hard," and it, it is just, you know, like um, for me, the way I do what I do, it's like changing channels on the TV. If you're watching Channel Seven, you're seeing a certain program. If you're watching Channel Thirty Eight, you're seeing a different program. It's just different vibrations of frequency. It's just being coming aware of being able to open up to see that. And, of course, some people can do it a lot easier than others, but everyone can do it. Some people see, some people feel, and some people hear. And what we do is we open up the channels for you to be able to start mastering the ones that you are. And, you know, the funny thing about it is the people that come to the courses uh, that um, quite often are the least know, know least about it and things like that. Some of them become the most amazing, powerful people that can do what I do um, very quickly because they are open. They were like me. They had no prior training and it, and it just opened for them. And, yeah, we just open up the gateways for them and then I help them and, and then we put a whole lot of... Uh, practices in place to actually help them become uh, very good at and and uh, so that they help people and it's not about saving people, it's not about the ego, it's more about just resting. There's a lot of meditation that I do um, and, and uh, things like that. So, yes, I help people do it. They can, anyone can do what I do. Um, maybe not to the same level that I do right now, but you, in time you would get there. And I actually see some people that go beyond me, and, and that's a great thing too. Okay, wow, wow. So we got about a little less than a minute. Um, just go ahead and give out your um, information, all your contact information, or in, and anything else you'd like to leave our audience. Yeah, um, again, it's uh, the website, douglaspeacock.com. On there, there's a free book, uh, Master Your Mind. If you want to get that, that's one of the practices that we teach most people up front to be able to get to understand. And if you're uh, interested in uh, what I had to say or you've got a personal problem going on in your own life, then reach out and just contact me and I'll, I'll have a conversation with you um, and you can take it from there, what you choose to do with it from there. But I'll, one of the things is I can tune into anyone anywhere over the world um, and I'll, just by talking to you, I can tell you what's going on, what I see. Okay, well, awesome. Uh, I definitely um, enjoy this. It's very, very informative, lots of wisdom. It's a lot to digest, but it's great, great information. I really appreciate you taking the time out. Uh, to come and do this show, uh, Mr. Peacock. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's going to end it for today's um, version of Healing Treasures of Wisdom. And we'll be back next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening this week to Healing Treasures of Wisdom. Please join your host, Daniel Solomon, again next Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week.